welcome to another episode of the Making Sense podcast. It's me, Kalisha. Hi, guys. It's me, Sam. And we have a special guest here. Yes. Introduce yourself. I'm um, D, also D Apples online. Yeah. Thank you for coming. Why also, you also, also, not just the apples, handmade. Oh yeah, and handmade. Do you remember that card that I got, Francis? Yeah, he was the one that made oh, it. Yeah. No wonder you've got your expertise on. Now <laughs> <laughs> oh, that card was lovely. Well Thank done. you. Thank you for joining us today. Yeah, for having me. Um, this week we're talking about consumer law. Yes. Um, yeah, but before we get into that, we do the usual. <laughs> Our trusty disclaimer. Please remember that every bit of information we give you is food for thought after we've done our research. Please do your own research before you sign up to anything or enter into any agreement. Don't take what we say for gospel. Always do your due diligence. There you go. Yeah. So, yeah. Dee actually approached us about doing this episode. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, why did you think it was a good idea? So, uh, I was talking to my friend and um, she bought something and she wanted to return and she just didn't know what to do. So, I told her what what she could do and she was just like are you sure and I'm like yeah it's your right so yeah you can do it um and it just made me realize how much people don't actually know what their rights are yeah. what they kind of can't do in terms of um being a consumer so yeah so I thought you know what you guys would be the best people to to, uh, to do this episode so yeah thanks Go for ahead. joining us on it but I do think it's a really good idea because we're all consumers customers mm-hmm. we all purchase goods or services so I think like this is going relate to relate to absolutely everybody so yeah and everyone pay attention us. as well yes definitely <laughs> <laughs> notes. definitely from doing research I picked up on things that I didn't I wasn't aware of yeah so I feel like yeah like Kalisha said pay attention take notes <laughs> <laughs> So um, we've got a list of questions that Dee is going to just help us go through and we're just going dis- dis- discuss all of, all of the points. So we'll just start from the top. Um, when doing research, I came across the Consumer Rights Act 2015. Mm. Can you let us know what the purpose of the act is and why it was put into place? Yeah, so the Consumer Rights Act uh, 2015 was put in place. Um, it replaced the Sales of Goods Act uh, from 1979. Um, that was because the Sales of Goods Act didn't cover digital content, which which means like films, music, shows that you'd purchase. Um, and also it wasn't very clear. Mm. Um, so that's what they wanted to do in terms of just like kind of like cleaning it up and, and making it more relevant to today's consumer. Mm. Um, and they also wanted to cover um, a more outlined um, regulation on faulty goods as well, because that wasn't very clear either in mm-hmm. the Sales of Good Act. So yeah, that's what the Consumer Rights Act is. And it's just basically... Um, regulations to help uh, consumers and businesses, um, you know, spy and sell from each other, yeah. um, and what to do after. It's like basically an aftercare yeah. service. Yeah. Um, yeah, guidelines. And um, you mentioned the Sales of Good Act. Is there any other legislation that has kind of been covered under this Consumer yeah. Rights Act? So uh, a few to name or important ones: Trade Trade Description Act from um, nineteen sixty eight. That is so that uh, businesses can't tell you something is what it isn't. Yeah. Um, so M&S, for example, was sued in 2005 for £10,000 for saying that a um, a men's range was from Italy when it wasn't. And that, that 10000 went to a customer or a consumer? No, oh, I, okay. think it went, I think it went to whoever filed the suit. Okay. Um, I don't think it was a customer. I think it was a, a, a regulation body. Okay. Um, which I think is quite irritating when it comes to like compensation and stuff. I feel like it should go to customers as yeah, well. Yeah, if they've purchased it thinking that it's of a certain quality and it's not, yeah. or it's from someone and it isn't, then yeah. they should get something. I mean, I'm sure they probably a got a refund. Yeah, yeah. but um, 
yeah so that's uh, an important one another one is uh the correct oh my gosh let me just quickly i think it's the correct um advertisement law or something along uh. those lines um control of misleading advertisements regulation and that basically that's a mouthful it is a mouthful <laughs> um but it's basically i'll go into that later actually there's okay. an example actually. when i think yeah. of that i remember when um people used to say that if you go into mcdonald's and you get a burger and it doesn't look like the picture you could say no no don't want this burger it doesn't look like that picture <laughs> Um, I also saw that it's covered the unsolicited goods and services act mm-hmm. so if you're being sent items that you didn't actually request and then later on receive a bill for them you don't actually have to pay for these items because you didn't request them and then also you don't have to ship the items back pay for them to be returned or anything mm-hmm. because oh. you didn't ask for them so mm. I guess people look into it because it does cover a few of the acts that were in place previously it's all yeah. now covered under the consumer rights act mm-hmm. that's probably yeah. a big act yeah mm. it is um, so who and what is a consumer? So a consumer is anybody who will use a product or service. Um, it's slightly different from a customer. So a customer is someone who will purchase a product or service. Um, obviously, if you're buying things for yourself, then you become a consumer and a customer. Um, but if you're gifting something to someone, then the person you're gifting it to is the consumer mm. and you are the customer. Um, that also plays a big role in um returning things as well which we'll touch on a little bit later yeah so customers if you're the purchaser and then consumers like if you're the user if yeah. you're actually using the item yeah okay um so what are the biggest misconceptions about consumers rights and how often <sighs> consumers are waving or going without their rights they uh, constantly so um one of the biggest misconceptions is if an item is faulty um i think people assume that because just because an item is faulty that you can return it um without proof of purchase that's actually incorrect i mean a, a, a retailer can accept it without proof of purchase that's at their discretion and um, mm. they don't have to do that um you have to prove that you purchased it directly from them so that they can do something about it um you can also a lot of people don't know you can get repairs on stuff so you don't necessarily yeah so you mm. don't necessarily have to go and ask for a refund or a replacement a lot of times i don't have a replacement so you can actually get it repaired um is that on luxury goods as well yes yeah so i I feel like luxury goods are more likely to be able to offer a repair Mm. and maybe like white goods and stuff Mm -hmm. and obviously like you know if you go to h&m the likelihood that they're gonna be trying to repay yeah, <laughs> yeah. they'll they'll go for the cheapest option basically yeah, yeah um yeah. for them and that's normally um repairing so yeah um another misconception is a big one is that if you buy an item from so you buy a gucci bag from harrods that you can return the bag to gucci mm. if it's faulty which is Mm-mm-mm. incorrect highly incorrect um but why because it's a transaction. So Gucci will sell the item to Harrods and then Harrods will sell the item to yourself and you need to go back down that chain, chain in the exact same way. So you need to go back to Harrods because yeah. it's like an exchange. So you've given Harrods your money. So why would you then... You haven't directly given Gucci your money. Yeah. Mm. So you'd have to go and collect your money from... If I lent you £10 and you lent it to Sam... I'm not going to go to Sam and give him my £10. Yeah, 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 <laughs> I'm going yeah, to you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's that's a big misconception. Um, I mean, some retailers, if you speak to a manager, for example, they might accept it back because, you know, but then 
you have to consider that they have to protect themselves yeah exactly. i could be fake yeah like yeah. or you know it could have gone through a hundred different people before it got, got to, to you, you. Mm-hmm. and you're returning it for 40 so yeah you you're not inclined to, they're not inclined to return it without a receipt and i was looking at something around the equality act so i'm guessing if a manager use their discretion and said, okay, we're going to do it for you. If somebody's two people in the queue behind me, like, yep, got the same issue, they can't then say, no, not doing it for you. You yeah. have to do yeah. the same for everybody. Yeah. So exactly. it's better to just protect exactly. the company. Um, and what if they, what if it's like a general repair? So they're not going to Harrods or Gucci for money back, but they want the bag to be repaired. Could they go straight to Gucci saying it's a Gucci bag? They could. Um, um, I don't think that it's not something that's like set in stone mm. in terms of the, the law, but yeah, um, yeah I, you would, you're more likely to probably to get a yes for repair yeah. from Gucci than having to um, ask for a refund, refund. or a replacement. Yeah. Yeah. They'll be more than happy to do that for you um, in most cases. Um, but then also it goes back to if you're asking for anything, you should really be going back to the place that you purchased. Yeah, them. yeah. Because um, that's where you really have a right. Yeah, yeah. But say if it's a gift, how are you going to prove that? That's the thing. That's another thing with gift purchases is that if someone's gifted it to you and you don't have a at least a gift receipt there's not a lot you can do yeah so i saw that you either the person the customer who purchased even needs to take the item back mm-hmm. with their proof of purchase bank statement or whatever or they said at proof at the point of purchase if you write on both sets of receipts so the receipts that you take home and the, the shop's copy mm-hmm. if you both write on there at the point of sale that this is a gift for d mm-hmm. and then pass that receipt over to d then d then has the right to make any changes with that transaction mm-hmm. but only if it's in stone right there yeah. at the point That's of purchase because i bought a baby shower gift for my cousin mm. and it was 40 and then they wouldn't let them return it because yeah. they didn't have a receipt. So I had to phone up to say, I've made this purchase, blah, mm. blah, blah. They're coming to exchange it at this yeah. store. Mm. Yeah. Which is a bit of a headache. Yeah, but again, is, but for them, if if you're just coming into a shop with an item that 10 shops sell yeah. and just saying it's faulty and I got it from here, they need something. Yeah. 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 So that's, that's a, one of the biggest, uh, another misconception is that a lot of customers assume that consumer rights only protects them yeah. and it protects businesses as well. Yeah. Um, so that everyone knows that they're, they're confident in um, the transaction and they both know where they stand if something goes wrong. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, what do you think amongst <laughs> our demographics? When I say that, I mean young people are age shoppers because let's be real, at this point in time, we consume or purchase a lot. And spend yeah. a lot. We spend a lot. Yeah. So what's the... um. What are we most unaware of in terms of our rights? Um, I think the, one of the main things, obviously, is where to return items to mm. um, and proof of purchase. I think a lot of people don't actually know you can use a bank statement as proof of purchase. Yeah. Like, even if even if you go to a shop and you sh- show them your online banking, that is proof of purchase. Yeah. Mm. Like, you don't have to... And also, you don't have to keep tags on. You don't have to... Oh, that okay. can always be yeah. re-tagged. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This. Yeah. When I go to return, they always ask, where's the tags? Even though I always have to keep my tags on my clothes yeah. anyway. But they always make it seem like having tags means... No. It doesn't mean anything. <laughs> you can see... From working in the shop for five years, you can... I don't even have to 
inspect a top. top. I can, can tell see. it's been worn. Yeah, you can see. I can see. tell jeans. I can tell it's been worn. I can tell by the knees where it's creased. Yeah. I can literally just, anyone who's worked in a shop can tell when yeah. something's been worn. Mm-hmm. You yeah. do not need a tag <laughs> at all. Like the, anyone that says you need a tag to return something is, is lying. Yeah. You don't need a tag. I think it's just them trying to make their life easier. Yeah. 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 The only thing that you need to make sure is that the item is in a resellable condition, which mm. means unworn. Um, a tag you can retag an item in two seconds, so yeah, um, that is irrelevant as long as you've got proof of purchase and the top is in is in the same condition that you purchased it, then you're you're good. Mm. What was your biggest arguments that you used to have <laughs> when you used to be working oh, oh, in a store? Oh damn! <laughs> when I to in a store, it was always um, proof of purchase. Always proof of purchase. People used to kick off. It's forty, so you have to give me. No, I don't. But. <laughs> Working in H&M, where it was more relaxed in terms of returning, um, because it's H&M and yeah. you can't buy H&M in Topshop, for example, yeah. then, you know, there's only one place you can get that. Mm. Um, when I worked on e-commerce, it was um, always um, where to return their goods, always. And mm. people who've been given something and want to return it. A lot of people return stuff just because, like, not even because there's nothing, anything wrong with it. They, someone buys you something and they're just like, I don't like it yeah and then they will kick off on you because you need proof of purchase but they're like they don't want to go to the person and tell them they're, they're trying to return it yeah oh okay <laughs> yeah okay. so it's yeah, real, yeah. real cheeky but yeah it's the biggest argument i used to work in um selfridges lingerie mm-hmm. and um one of the oh, rules God. is you can't return underwear mm-hmm. the, the the bottom half like briefs yeah. you just can't do it um I think somewhere you can return if it's still got the sticky thing in there and it looks untampered with, but you can't return briefs. And that was an ongoing thing. I think where customers thought that they're spending a certain amount of money, it's like, I want to bring it back. It's like, no, you can't bring it back for hygiene reasons. You cannot bring this back. It says on the wall before you purchase. Exactly. We can't do anything for you. I mean, the people that shouted loud enough got to speak to the manager and got their way or they offered an exchange, but it's like, what are we going to do with these briefs now? Exactly. That's going to be, you know, exactly. So, are retailers or service providers obligated to state that they trade in line with the Act? Um, on a basic level, yes. So, when you go into a store, you will normally see at the cash desk or somewhere in the store mm. um, what your your return policy is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and obviously, it'll be printed on a receipt, but it's important for them to, to put it somewhere before you purchase. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, you're aware of that. Um, in, in terms of, like, you know the ins and outs then no but you should be covered regardless as yeah. long as you know you've done the right thing mm-hmm. um also online always i'm like a sucker for reading terms and conditions that's just my thing mm. because i hate being caught out yeah so yeah. um on all websites there, sh- there should be a section on the website where it has the terms and conditions of the sale um what you can do after the sale um, and like loads of ins and outs of like promotions and stuff like that and um, those are good things to read um, before you make any purchase yeah. just so you're aware so I read that the where the refund policy will be stated in the store on the receipt that's the contract you're entering into with the company mm-hmm. but if it's not in line with the act, you still have the rights of the act because that covers you as a yeah, consumer. So exactly. just be aware that if it doesn't match, you can challenge them yeah. on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, are there any exceptions allowed or does the act cover the supply of all goods and services? So is there any type of purchase that the act doesn't cover? Yeah, so for example, you have 30 days to return an item if it's 40, except for if the item is um, going to, perish before the 30 days so mm. basically food yeah, yeah. um mm. so you you have less rights there 
Um, and there's like other things like in terms of like, you know, holidays and stuff where it kind of has its own umbrella. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, there, there are quite a I few. that falls under consumer. Yeah. 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 So you, you're covered, consumer law will cover the basics. Um, but obviously there's certain situations that are a lot more um, difficult and you'd and they'll have their own governing body um, in, in that industry in which you can look into as to what your rights are mm. um, in terms of that but yeah it covers most things but just not everything yeah i watched this youtube video i don't know if you guys watch ria ellen but she was talking yeah, about yeah. um working in a food store she's so funny and a, she is i love her and a customer coming in saying i bought avocados a week ago and they were bad and, <laughs> and they're like and she's like no receipt no nothing and she's like okay where's the avocados <laughs> and the, the lady's like well they were bad so basically the ladies that she walked in the store no proof of purchase no nothing expensive? no Did it was um what's that one that is in central whole foods yeah and um and she got the refund. Yeah, what? that's, that's yeah. not much. I used to work in Marks Spencer's. Yeah. You could eat the food, just come back with the packaging and say this wasn't right or something wrong with it, and you had to give them a refund. Yeah. No questions asked. Do you know? I feel like it's to protect the brand reputation and yeah. because it's food. Yeah. It's probably so low cost. Yeah. That they just don't want the drama. Yeah. But imagine walking in with no packet, anything, just literally walking. Oh, Whole Foods. Yeah. Oh, yes. Last week I bought avocados and that's they're bad. Insane. They were all, all six of them were bad. I haven't brought any proof. There's no photos. I've, Literally. I made guacamole, everything, <laughs> and <laughs> now I'm coming back for a refund. Like, and, what and the they hell? Got it. They spoke to the manager and got That's it. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Wow. And I think, yeah, like you said, I think it's the brand name. Yeah. Mm. It's the, they that just carries a lot of weight. You find them like places like John Lewis, Marks yeah. Spencer's, they're very lenient because um, they just want to make the customers happy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's their kind of ethos. So, yeah. So, what are the consumer rights in regards to things such as refund, faulty goods? sell items gifts okay so um the basics is yeah you have 30 days to basically terminate your contract with the retailer Mm -hmm. um in terms of um, a purchase or a service um some retailers will have their own specific uh, return policy so that's something that you have to look into Mm -hmm. like don't assume that because asda gives you that 30 days that HM's going to give you 30 mm. days that's not necessarily no. the truth they can give you 14 days for a refund and then another 14 days for, for exchange, exchange yeah, exactly yeah. um so you have to be sure as exactly what the retailer is offering you yeah. um 40 goods you still need to have a proof of purchase um obviously like i said with H&M and places like that they they normally will re- um re- at least exchange it for you um without proof of purchase it's proof of purchase is important because also it's about protecting the company in terms of um like fraud and stuff mm. so if you're going to get a refund and you paid on card they're not going to give you cash yeah mm. um and that's something that they need to obviously do because you can then go back to the bank and then and claim, do, claim exactly yeah. and get a refund exactly that way. So you've got a refund and that costs yeah. businesses yeah. a lot of money so um that's why it's important another reason to have proof of purchase um with sale items sale items it normally is the same um policy for um full price items yeah. um but just double check with the retailer i think back in the day they used to be really yeah, funny about things yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it used to be different um and it's it's it still is in in terms of like getting a refund or a um exchange but you can still return it yeah don't think that because it's so you can't return it you can return it it's it, you're still within your right to so i saw that with sale there's some shops that will do sale you can return it if you've 
and get a refund if you've purchased online mm-hmm. because there's a I forgot what it's called we'll put it in the show notes but there's a law about around if you haven't actually physically been able to see the item mm-hmm. if you purchase it online you always have the right to take it back whereas if you've yeah. gone in store and I think I think new looks like this if you purchase sales items in store they say it's exchange only mm-hmm. but if it's mm. unless it's faulty if it's faulty then you can get your money back get regardless money back. but because you've been in front of the item and you've chosen it then if you want to bring it back exchange so whereas if sale <laughs> online you can return it yeah, but to be honest i feel like this might not fit me right when i get home yeah i, might not go I think when you go in they will do it but that's what they always they say sell items are exchange only so. yeah and like also like sometimes when you buy sometimes you actually buy a faulty good at the point of purchase um it's important to obviously get the person who sold it to you to write right, on the receipt, receipt. um because you can still depending on the retailer you can still return it um you just obviously have to make sure that you have the receipt and yeah there is something else that i wanted to mention but i'm not sure if you guys are already going to cover it later down but um it's in regards to when you purchase an item you actually have six months to return it if it goes faulty Mm. so but those six months the retailer has to prove that the item wasn't already sold as faulty. Yeah, yeah. So you're kind of got the upper hand. Yeah. After those six months are done, you have to prove to the retailer that it wasn't just wear and tear. Mm, um. So yeah, a lot of people don't know that you have actually a six month period. I've got a, a to return. Bag I need to return. Yeah, you've got a six month period to return the item as faulty because the retailers will have to prove without a doubt that that item um, wasn't sold like that. I saw something that said that it can be, it depending on the circumstances, it can be up to two years. Yeah. yeah. So, for example, a lot of luxury um, retailers, you should ask before you purchase how long they've got a guarantee. Mm. I say guarantee very loosely, because a lot of retailers have in like somewhere in a clause that they um, make their items to last a, a certain length of, t- length yeah. of time, mm. and in that length of time, you can actually return it yeah. um, oh, wow. if it gets faulty. Yeah. For example, so to Baker, they have six years. So they say your items should be yeah your items should be in the in the best condition if you look after it yeah should be um you know able to use for six years and if not in those six years if it gets faulty you can return it but you just have to prove to them after six months that it's this is just not wear and tear this is a fault with the bag yeah 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 oh i never knew that yeah also, I, I hope you're not paying attention. <laughs> yeah. I saw with faulty items, like say if you a button's popped off a shirt and you mm-hmm. say to the cashier, I want to take it, give me a discount. And they say, okay, but you can't return it. Yeah. You can't return it for the button. But if you get home and you realize there's a hole under the armpit, you can return it for that. Yeah. Oh, so you don't, don't just yeah. assume that because the button popped off and it says no refund, that if something else happens to it, then you yeah. can't bring it back. It's like you only signed off on the button. Exactly. Not anything else. And that's why it's important for them to write on the receipt exactly what it is yeah. that was wrong with it when they sold it to you and their signature as well. Yeah. I feel like um, they try to be crafty with that. They just think, okay, you're yeah. taking it and you're never going to bring it back. That's happened to me yeah. a couple of times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if something else happens to it, you are covered. You are. Um, what about faulty gifts? So faulty gifts in the same way that you have to technically have a proof of purchase. Mm. Um, you can go to a retailer um, as long as you know for 100% sure that's where it was purchased from and ask them is is this their discretion at the end of the day they don't have to do anything but they can um often offer you a replacement or a um they won't offer you a refund they'll offer you a replacement or a repair um but they don't have to necessarily do that you do need proof of purchase so it's always Mm. worth asking who bought it for you if they've got any even if a bank statement or whatever it is or giving it back to them to do it yeah um 
that's one of the big things that we used to argue about is like you know people just used to get upset and we understand where you're coming from like yeah. you're being given something and it's not they've wasted their money and you can't use it but we do need to prove that you got it from here from. yeah did you when you worked like at, in the store did you offer gift receipts as standard because we didn't when i was in retail yes yeah so we would always want to go first with a gift receipt yeah. because you know that means um sorry a, a credit note or a merchandise card or a gift card as they call them and um, because we know that that money's gonna be spent back, back in, in the, the store, store. that's yeah. where mm. our go-to is or a placement um we would really try not to refund customers um sometimes it's just not worth the hassle yeah yeah and i mean in terms of actual gift receipt now you know if you're purchasing the gift for somebody you don't have to give them the full receipt that shows how much you spent mm-hmm. but the actual gift receipt so they can hold on to it so they can return if yeah. they need to that's did you give that fine. a standard as well yeah that's yeah. definitely fine and actually talking about credit notes versus cash refund what's the rule there so if you go into a store and they say ah oh, oh, what's the shop was it was it office back in the day i don't know if it's yeah. changed yeah, yeah, yeah office yeah. back in the day refunds it was, was only so gift bad. receipt yeah but yeah what's the what's the law behind that so i think that's changed now mm. with this consumer rights act i think because the sales of good act was so vague shops could kind of make up their own stuff yeah mm. um but now with proof purchase they ha- if you are asking for a refund they mm. have to give you a refund Mm-mm. like as long as the item is in a resellable condition yeah yeah um obviously office will check the bottom of the shoe make sure you haven't worn them la 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 but um yeah now they have to offer you a refund or a replacement whatever you mm. ask for and as long as you have proof of purchase and, it's, and you, like i said you've done the right thing and not worn mm. them or whatever then yeah they have to offer you a refund because i was watching i don't know if you guys watch good morning i was watching that research i don't get time to watch good morning but um <laughs> or whatever it's called and the girl was an expert on there talking about and he said that only with faulty you're guaranteed a refund mm-hmm. if the terms are credit note regardless if you simply just don't want it anymore it's credit note because he said that's the contract you've signed into when purchasing from that store mm-hmm. whereas if the item is faulty they can't say to you okay here's a credit note no mm-hmm. you can get your get money, your money back. back but what so. defines a faulty item well so that is that's, that's another, another question, question on here <laughs> <laughs> well wait i still let's go through these before we get to that um what about faulty intimate items if worn so earrings knickers that kind of stuff if Do it's you know faulty what? this is a very gray area for mm. me because it's always you can't return intimate items and you can't return earrings but if they're faulty then i'm assuming that, yeah you can well yeah you can because yeah. they, they can't do anything with them anyway yeah, yeah, they can't yeah. resell them so yeah you can return them if they're, if yeah. they're faulty i return i return earrings that i've broken yeah um and they replace regardless of worn or not exactly yeah so yeah, yeah you're in your right um we kind of touched on this but items without tags yeah no forget about it <laughs> don't let them bully you yeah <laughs> do what you want um and then faulty items if discount offered at checkout so we kind of touched on that as yeah. well so yeah yeah um so you spoke about how how long does a consumer have to get a refund You're so it's about- um so it's specific to the retailer um it's the the law the right says 30 days um but from my knowledge 30 days can cover mainly like replacement and repair Mm. um some customers or some retailers will only offer you 14 Mm. um but there's a not a loop yeah kind of a loop (laughs) when it comes to buying online with that stuff yeah which i think we will um, touch on a little bit later yeah um it's normally 30 days yeah 
and then you already spoke about a f- refund on faulty items, which is six months to two years. Yeah. Depends on the store years. and the circumstances. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's always worth finding out. I'm definitely going to look into yeah, that. Yeah, finding out from the pers- like that particular um, retailer exactly how long they get, they guarantee their products for. Um, and just and it's just ask someone, just say, how long is this meant to last? And yeah. they should know. And if they don't, then find out from the head office. Yeah. Um, and that's the time frame that you have really to return. Now, they are within their right to say, no, nah, we don't believe that that is a manufacturing fault. We believe that that's from overuse or you not. I had someone try to return a bag. So working into a baker, everyone knows those plastic shopper bags. Yeah. 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 Quite famous. So I want to return a bag because she left it in the sun. Oh, it on. is a plastic yeah. bag. Now, in her eyes, she's like, well, it's, it's melted. So, <laughs> and, and I get it, but you need to understand you haven't taken the proper care of yeah, it. Like, you yeah. shouldn't be putting plastic in the sun. So, yeah, you won't get a refund for that. So, yeah, like Kalisha said, what defines a faulty item? So, something that's no longer fit for purpose. So, mm. if a, a strap breaks... You can't use it. Yeah. Um. Button pops up. You can't button it up. Anything that that either um, prevents you from yeah, doing it what it's supposed to do. Exactly. Either prevents you from using it, or um is no longer uh, fitting to the design of what you purchased. Yeah. So yeah. even if, for example, you buy a top and you can still wear it, but the letters are falling off. Mm, you bought it for the design. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. you can return it. Um, yeah, anything that's not fit for purpose, just look at it like that. Okay, who is the authoritative body? Who can retailers be reported to if they do not provide goods and services in line with the act? So, um, the first thing you should do if you find that they're not um, in line with the act is go to your retail ombudsman. Mm. Um, there is so basically another thing that's come up in the consumer rights law is that when you complain and you don't get where you don't get anywhere or you don't get a response that you um think is fair then you would have to request from the retailer um their um chain of complaints so basically you have to find out exactly what their complaints procedure is um and say you're escalating it and that you want details for where you need to go and they will have to give you the details of the ombudsman that you need to go to Mm. um you don't have to go and look for it yourself they have to kind of give it to you as part of like their aftercare um the retail ombudsman would then obviously look at your case um, speak to the retailer and then decide whether um, you have a right or not. Um, you also can go to citizen's advice mm. before even raising a complaint with the retailer or after. And they will also help you in- and tell you exactly wh- um, whether you're in line um, with the right or not. So those are two things that you can do. Um, when can you go, can you ever go directly to trading standards? Because that's who regulates all of this. Yeah. So, no. They will always tell you that you need to go and do the basics first. Yeah. 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 So, you need to go and speak to the retailer. And then, whatever they say. They have to basically... They have to basically do wrong by you before you can go to the... Yeah. Yeah. So, um, it's... And also, retail ombudsman will also be the person that you go to before going to trading standards. Yeah, yeah. So if you're literally at point of sale and you're not happy with the retailer or you want to challenge them, how can you challenge them there and then? Can you literally say, well, this is not in line with the act. Does that shake people up? Yeah, it does. If you start stating the law. Because, you know, I I kind of taught myself. Mm. um, I mean, they will tell you the basics and so that you know how to do. But um, really, really, really knowing 
what my rights are as a consumer i kind of learned working in e-commerce because mm. um it's kind of like customers in a shop will come and come and argue with you then leave whereas a customer online will argue with you to the death yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so i kind of had to teach myself what I, what what is really um right and, and what's wrong. really wrong mm. yeah um but that's that information is is available to everyone yeah. if you if you look for it as we always say do your googles people exactly um you were going to let us know about any loopholes yeah yeah so one loophole this is with purchasing online so you actually have 14 days to so say for example misguided yeah then, mm. oh, damn they get on my damn <laughs> um they normally say i think it's misguided or pretty little thing i can't remember but they give you 14 days to return the mm. item what you can do is because it's distance selling you can email them call mm. them write to them and tell them you're returning an item within those like in within those 14 days you can let them know you're returning an item from that day that they receive that notification you have an extra 14 days to okay. get it back to them yeah yeah but it's important that you let them know within those 14, 14 days, days. Okay. that you're returning mm, the item okay. yeah. um because you know when you bought something online a lot of times it sits in your wardrobe or it sits in a bag and then you forget about it yeah and you're like i actually need to get it to them and then you also have to in that time package it yeah exactly and then it has to go through exactly so um that why consumer um, rights are so important in terms of replacing themselves a good act because then that covers you. Um, another thing that I do, now nah, I don't know if this <laughs> is, I'm not going to tell you to do this because I don't know if it's, it's legal or not. But um, <laughs> I, if I don't have proof of purchase for something and I can afford to buy it again, I'll buy it again. Oh, yes. And return it with the other receipt. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I don't see anything wrong with that. So like, then, so you return both items with. So I will return. Yeah, so what I normally do is I'll, like, say, for example, if I buy it in store and um, <laughs> I don't have a receipt yeah, and, it's in, in, and I need to return it for a different size, for example, I will go and buy it again and then return it, return the, the other one, one. Oh, using, yes. that yeah, yeah. using that receipt. Or I will... Um, <laughs> really but, you, but the thing is, be careful of that because exactly. if you do that in Zara... Inside their labels actually has the is sizes. Oh, yeah. the okay. sizes relates to what is on the receipt. Yeah, because I've tried it and it told me no. Yeah, oh, okay. <laughs> exactly. So be careful with so certain stores. Know, yeah, you have to know what you're doing. Yeah, and also um, some things have a specific barcodes as well. Yeah. Um, so they'll scan up. Like even if it's a different color, it will show on the receipts a different color. Yeah. Um. So you got to be careful. You got to know what you know what you're doing. And I wouldn't suggest doing that. But if you're in desperate need, then that's always. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or like if some you know if you buy something and then two days later it goes on sale. It's like, yep, yeah, I'm gonna buy it again and then return. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I do that all the time. I've yeah. done that. Yeah, yeah. I do it all the time. So you know that you can actually go to a retailer. Some retailers will match it. Yeah, yeah. do yeah. So yeah. yeah, it's worth speaking to them first and saying John Lewis I bought does this. It. Yeah, mm. yeah. I remember you meant you know, I didn't know that until you mentioned it on the podcast. podcast and I was yeah. just like, Oh, I didn't even know that. Um, Our and Christmas I'm, episode that was, I think I mentioned. Yeah, yeah. 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 and I and it actually helped me because I bought something from um from them uh, for Christmas. So yeah, um, just ask them. They have normally like a time frame, and they do consider that when they're doing sales as yeah, well. They do yeah. consider that people bought it like twenty four hours prior. Yeah, they do have a cut off. I think it's sometimes a week. Um, but just speak to them, ask them, and then you can kind of go from there. That's good. So, um, what other specific rights for distance selling? If any of you haven't covered already. Yeah, so that is... Um, and can you just remind people what distance selling yeah. is? Yeah, so that is like buying anything online. 
um that's because you can't see what you're getting yeah so you're you know go to check out and you assume you're gonna get you know a pink top but it could come and it, it looks red yeah um yeah. so your rights are slightly different um in terms of that you should have 30 days um the same way um like i said before purchasing online always 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 read the returns policy um it because sometimes you can buy something online and assume you can go to the store and return yeah, it that yeah. might not be the case yeah um you will have to return it back to um the online store so, yeah, yeah um also it's important to know that this is one thing that I used to get on my nerves as well so and it, it confuses people so click and collect yeah. yeah so a lot of people assume that click and collect is you buying something that's already in store and going to collect it from the store no, no it's, it's in a warehouse it's in a warehouse yeah. and um you need to be aware of that when you're purchasing so if you're um buying something it will stay it takes three to five working days for it to get there don't assume because you're picking it up from bond street store that you, you can just walk into the bond street store and pick up of size 14 because that's what you bought yeah it doesn't work no. like that. um you have to wait until the actual item gets into store yeah now one thing that i do know is that zara for example they actually for if they have the item in stock and they have quite a few of them they actually fulfill your item in the store yeah um so i always what i always do is i go check online to see if the item is in store in the stock in a stock in a store that i want to go to to collect yeah. it and I'll always order it to the store, pay for it online. Yeah. And then normally within like a couple of hours, Zara messaged me and said, your item is here. Do you yeah. know what? That's so funny. I purchased from Zara and there was an issue with the postal system. Mm-hmm. So my item took like 10 days to get to store when normally it would take about two or three. Mm-hmm. And I went into store and I said, well, the jacket's there. Can I have that one? Mm-hmm. And they were like, no, no. you have to. You, they, would say, they said you can buy it and then return when you get your package. Yeah. They didn't even, they didn't offer me anything. Yeah, anything that happened like to that. me and I was actually fuming. You know, because you, you bought it for something. Exactly. Yeah. I was going on holiday and that was because they, I purchased it online. They mentioned me saying it's ready for a collection mm. and then went to go collect it. And then they said how they accidentally sent my item, my order to um, the, the warehouse to yeah. be posted to me. And I was just like, no. well, then why did you, like, let me know that it's ready for collection? There, yeah. And in that case, I felt like they should have really given me the item that was in oh, the yeah, stock. They absolutely. had it in stock. Yeah. And she was like, no, we can't, we can't, we can't. So I ended up having to buy, but what she did, she, she what she did do is she uh, refunded the order that I placed. Okay, And good, then good. I had to buy the shoes again, yeah, which yeah. was annoying for me because I didn't actually buy the shoes. They were, they were bought for oh. me. <laughs> so I was just like, it kind of like took the whole like gifting out of it. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah. Ugh, annoying. I think sometimes the um, sales assistants are just not well informed. No, they're not. That's they're not. Is, yeah. And that's what you have to take into consideration that not everyone's even like, even though they work at a store, doesn't mean that they know their customer rights yeah, as well. Yeah. Um, so it's always best that you know your rights so that yeah. you can argue. And like things like they will try and nitpick. I had one woman, um, I was returning something that was faulty. And she was like, when I didn't have a receipt though. And she was like, when did you purchase the, the dress? And I was like, like two weeks ago and she's like oh that's funny because the bag that you're returning it in we haven't had that bag for like six months like the plastic bag that i bought <laughs> yeah. in i was like i could bring it in a tesco bag could, any bag and you're gonna any. give me back my money exactly, <laughs> so, exactly. like what are you playing at um so yeah it's worth knowing knowing your stuff yeah but, um with retail selling it's easy for you to um distance selling it's easy for you to check online exactly yeah. what the um 
return policy is. And also, if it's faulty and you have to return it, they have to give you the money back for the postage. Yeah. Or they have to give you a way of posting it back. Yeah. But if it's just returned because you don't want it, then no. Yeah. yeah. No, they don't, you don't have, they don't have to pay for anything. And it, finally, with distance selling, is it the same across different types of items, electronics, clothes, or whatever? Or is it's there different? similar, but I feel like white goods are different um, mm. just because, obviously they're delivered and they have to be collected and stuff like that so there will be different um ways of dealing with that you just have to contact um the ombudsman or contact um the retailer that you're going to um sometimes you can contact which as well okay yeah. um, they will also they help you are a great help especially on, online they have any question that you need to know about your what you buy and yeah. what you bought they are so helpful because my yeah. mum's sofas they were 40 okay. and i was went on there done all my research and that with me doing that, I was able to get a refund on my mum's sofas and also reimbursement as well. Yeah, yeah so you can What's also... the website? Um, it's like witch.co.uk. Okay. Um, and they deal with a lot of white goods as well. So mm. I had a problem with my fridge. Same thing. We went to them. Um, a lot of white goods have guarantees as well. So in terms of like returning, um, you will have a longer time period. Mm. Um, another thing worth asking is how long you think this item is meant to last. Um, because then, like again, you should be able to return it within that time frame. Yeah. Oh, wicked! I wanted to ask one more question: Is there any other um, rights that people have in terms of online? Because everyone shops on online now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, apart from what you've mentioned, is there anything else? So yeah, the postage is an important one. So if it's faulty, they have to they have to pay you back for you returning the <gasps> item. Don't tell me that. <laughs> Yeah, if it's no, 40. owed money. <laughs> what? Yeah. Missy Empire charged me seven. I think my item was probably like 15 pounds. They charged me about seven pounds 95 to return everything. No. I was and it was so faulty. Vet, and it was faulty. No, if it's, if it's a faulty item, they have to give you your money back for returning it because you shouldn't have to be put out for a tentament that isn't um, up to standard. Yeah. You, they owe you the money for that. Or they at least have to give you, um, with this concern, they have to give you a means, regardless of whether it's faulty or not, a means of returning the item. So they have to give you at least one slip, um, to, like postage thing to put on the front of your bag or to give you the option to go into store. Yeah. They have to give you a means of returning it. And also, if you return it and the item is lost, they have to refund you yeah. because you've returned it in... Um, you returned it using the means of which they asked you to return yeah, the item. Yeah. So if they ask you to return the item through Roma and you return it through Roma and it gets lost, they have to refund you. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Ooh. Yeah. Good to know. Thank you so much. This has been so This is such a good episode. Yeah, it is. Dee, thank you so much for your time coming thank down, you sharing that guys. with us. Also, I want to, um, people, please go and check out her card oh, page on Instagram because it's so good. It's HV HVNDMXDE. So it's handmade, but the A's are different. Um, yeah, just drop me a DM if you want something done. The cards um, are so dope. Thank mm. you. And I, I saw online that you're making, was it a, a wedding book? I don't know if you could yeah. talk about it, a wedding book. I can show you. I can talk about it. Um, I can talk about it now, I guess, because she's probably would have... Um, received it by now but um she made like, a wedding getting, book the other day i'm getting like loads of different requests for yeah. stuff that i haven't ever done before um so uh, Asia, uh, asian lady they have like this songbook i think for their wedding so yeah. she asked me to do a mendy design for this book and mm. i was just a bit like what i don't know i don't know how to do any of this but she kind of like did an outline for me of what i should do and i've done it so um yeah and i've been like given opportunities as well later on in the year that was like way beyond that I could have ever imagined. Oh, excellent. Well done. Um, But yeah. 
Wicked, well oh, done. Wicked. So tell us your socials. So it's uh, at D Apples on Instagram yeah. and at D Apple on Twitter. I always get them mixed up. Um, yeah. Check and we'll put out. it in the show notes as well anyway. Yeah, Thank definitely. Thank you for coming, D. Have a good Sunday. Thank you. <laughs> Guys, thank you for tuning in again. Um, please remember we are on Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, CastBox, Stitcher, Google Play. Every Tuesday we've got a new episode and um, catch up with us on social media, Making Sense PC. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.